Hey, welcome to another episode of Tabletop Trio. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. And on this week's show, we talk a little bit about iRacing. They just released a new update. And our friend Kyle, or as he's better known online as Cast Iron Kyle, he called in, tell us a different, uh, few different stories about racing and his uh, his first NASCAR experience. Yep, and we had a uh, this is our first phone interview. It actually went well. It we, worked. It worked. It's amazing. It's a miracle. It's a it's a miracle when you have good technology. What it does. Crazy. Um, but Joe gets organized. Yes, I'm trying. ADHD is hard. I have vision and memories based on things that I see. So when you hide it, it's gone forever. But I'm trying. And trying is half the battle. Uh, plus, we also discuss, is there such a thing as too much RGB? There's there's not. Tune but, uh, in. Find out. The answer may or may not surprise you. It's Tabletop Trio. Hello. Welcome to yet another episode of Tabletop Trio. I am Bob. I'm Joe. And Bronson is off this week. He'll be back with us in uh, in a couple of weeks. Got some uh, some other prior commitments and whatnot. So you're stuck with us. Sadly. <laughs> if you're wondering, yes, I danced the whole time while the music is on. He did. It was disturbing, to say the least. It's just so catchy <laughs> it really is like <laughs> i love our intro music twitch doesn't apparently it doesn't but we fixed that i yelled at them <laughs> hey peter how's it going welcome in um yeah no it's it's twitch decided that they didn't like our intro music even yeah. though we paid for the rights for it and it's it's our intro music <laughs> i put that in the little email thing to them i was like hey here's like all of my licenses kindly fuck off <laughs> and it was just one of those things where we're like you know what the hell like my, my girlfriend was watching the last couple of weeks and she's like uh you guys know that twitch muted the intro for your show right yeah. and to which bob I, said that to me and to i went <laughs> it was it was a whole thing but uh this week on the show uh lots of great stuff to talk about uh, over the next couple of weeks, you might see a couple changes here in the background. A little bit, possibly. possibly. Um, and, you know, obviously with this being a hobby cast, iRacing just got out their uh, their whole week 13 update and all that. There's a bunch of new stuff. Uh, we're also going to be talking about just general comfort when it comes to hobbies. Like everyone has their own little space and how they all want, you know, all of the stuff to to be where it is and to be comfortable and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. we'll uh, we'll dive into that. Uh, thank you for the follow, Peter. Much appreciated. <laughs> and uh, the wild child says, "Did I hear eye racing?" Yes. yes, yes, John, you did. You know what my ears heard? The new Porsche eye racing electric <laughs> car that almost I I almost had to go off air. I, my ears still hurt. It's bad. Why? Why like, did they do it? So I understand why. Like iRacing added in, it's cool. It's something different, but it, it's just it's the wine. It's so it's, it's an the electric wine, car. The cry. Yeah, it's it's an it's an all electric vehicle, and my god, is it so high pitched? Yeah, it, it's it's 
and okay, I, I understand that's how the car sounds. Like, honestly, that's why I can't watch Formula E. I love watching racing in general, mm-hmm. but it's the. <laughs> don't ask me to make that sound again, but that's actually really <laughs> impressive. It's it's the high pitch, and uh, one of the YouTubers that I that I follow who talks a lot about the eye racing and that kind of thing, um, uh, Nibon Five. He was saying it sounds just like you're standing underneath a jet. Yeah. Like right under a jet engine with that that high pitch whirling noise. Yeah. You and know when you were in high school and they made there was like that cell phone ringer that like only like <laughs> children or, could hear and like the, the adults, adults couldn't. can't hear this. Yeah. Uh it sounds like that, but someone blasted it through like a PA system. Absolutely. And uh hey Kyle, yes, please. Uh I gotta reach out to you, get uh, get everything set up for having you come on the show, do a, a cooking demo and all that. And please bring as much hot sauce as you want. I, I was going to say sauce on the show <laughs> 20 may seem excessive, but like I'm in for it. Oh, I'm yes. going to need a bigger glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you need milk for that. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, do we take call-ins? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? I think you have my cell number. We don't have an official number. Not yet. Uh, but we do have uh, other we, means of getting in, in contact. We, we have the technology. We've just never tested it. That's true. This so is, this might be a first. Yeah. Did you, are you are you hooked up? Bluetooth I am. And all I that? am hooked up on the Bluetooth. Right. So in theory, in theory, technically it might work. But, te- technically, you know. this works. So, um, yeah, it, it should work. <laughs> <laughs> no, John. John, sorry, you're, you're not allowed to call. Only. Uh, what, 18 and older are allowed to uh, to call in for the show? <laughs> yes, this is a mature... <laughs> a mature audience. Um, but yeah, going, going back to the whole Porsche thing, um, I'm 18 accounts. Touche. Mm. Touche. Sorry, we meant 21. Um, <laughs> but yeah, go, going back to the Porsche, um, yeah, even uh, the wild child says, "Yeah, you know, there's no division for the electric car to race in, and there's no other car for it." Yeah, so it's just kind of there for now. There, like I like last season they brought in the the Brazilian stock car series, mm-hmm. which has such great promise. It sucks to drive. Mm. It's a fun car to drive, but you can't see anything because there's a giant control panel literally in your face, <laughs> and it's a Chevy Cruze versus a Toyota Corolla. Yeah. Both of those. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I bought the Chevy because, you know, I'm a Chevy guy. But I would actually pay to see you sit in a Chevy Cruze because I sat in a Chevy Cruze and my head hit the ceiling. And you are like almost a foot taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> There's an ancient photo somewhere on Facebook from the Philly Auto Show where there's a picture of me in a smart car. Mm-hmm. And we played Ken Bob Fit. So we went to go sit in every single car, specifically the small pocket size cars, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and tried to see if I fit in the cars. Fit in a Mini Cooper, fit in a smart car, actually fit in the back seat of a Mini Cooper. That that's which that's saying something. Yeah. And even the 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 rep at Mini was like, "Hey, do you guys mind if I take a picture too and send to my boss to be like, yo, we have something to market here." <laughs> So I might have been behind a whole marketing campaign for, uh, for uh, what's it called? So I can't complain too much. <laughs> oh boy, lots of stories. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's 
look, I like the electric cars. I'm sure it'll be fun. I just, if they're going to put that in the game with that super, super high whiny noise, there should at least be an option for like, I bought my own earplugs and like just turn the volume (laughs) down without having to go into like the settings and then like adjust all of the volumes that you're going to have to put back for like the rest of the game. There should be like uh, an E volume for for like E cars. You just like drag that down. Right. It, It, I want to hear so badly 40 of those things going around Talladega. Oh, my God. Just for the ear bleeding that would surely oh, With all the different frequencies and, oh. It might actually break my headphones. My ears. <laughs> That's like instant tinnitus. Yeah. It's just not, not something I really want to deal with. And... You know, I, I agree. Wild Child also says, you know, uh, it's the same as when they got Mount Washington, which is point-to-point rally cross, yeah, hill climb. Really cool idea, but you can only really do it in either time trial or testing. Mm. And it's fun. Like, people, it's kind of cool, though. People did start doing soapbox derbies where they got in the Formula V, started at the top of the mountain, mm-hmm. and said, put it in neutral and go. And you can only use your brake to turn the car. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, that is fun, but it's not... There, there's really nothing else you can do with it until they... I don't make, have a make mode a series for it. For it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Otherwise, so, you're just kind of throwing a couple bucks in and, you know... Hoping for the best. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, here's hoping. They have all the new stuff coming out, or that did come out, and... uh Hopefully it's fun. Hopefully it's a good time. Um, I don't. I don't know. It's it's a weird. I guess maybe this is like a transition. Like foot in the door. Here's an e car, and then like we'll we'll move in like the next few months. Maybe there'll be like another e car, and then like you know what I mean. Maybe. I absolutely love the fact that uh, the wild child says uh, uh, iRacing actually made a soapbox soapbox fix set for the formula V because of that. Mm. So they actually made a set to race for the V downhill without actually any using any gas. I mean, yeah, it could be a good time, right? <laughs> I, I, you know, it, it's just one of those, uh, what is, I, I think it would be kind of cool. Yeah, no, I, I definitely like, I'm, I'm all for e cars. I'm, I just, to, to put something in the game, they should probably like maybe make some adjustments for like people's eardrums. Yeah. Or, or some kind of like fixed setup in it. So it's like, okay, for the electric cars, mm-hmm. this is the sound level you want to go with. Yeah, exactly. Like, or, just or give make me, an audio profile or something yeah, like that. Give me some settings that are like for the cars that I don't have to like go crazy for. Yeah, and I, I agree. If they wanted to give us, like, electric cars or even another type of hybrid, give them IMSA, gives the DPI class, new <laughs> prototypes, all that kind of stuff. I know there's more to it, but whenever someone says hybrid, my brain just goes Prius, and now I'm just <laughs> thinking a bunch of hybrid Priuses hitting, like, 73 miles an hour on a bank because it's as fast as they could just go. <laughs> that is true, but we are actually getting a phone call. Well, let's see if this works. So we'll, we'll see... If this one wants to work here and uh caller, can you hear us? More importantly, can we hear the caller? Okay. It would help if I unmuted. Can you hear us now? 
Hey, I can hear you guys perfectly. Wow, hey. look at that. We hear look you that. perfectly, too. We can too. hear you perfectly. Uh, and uh, uh, it's pretty great. I was listening to the tabletop duo trio, but there's <laughs> two guys. Trio. Now it's three. That's okay. This, I love, dude, I love tuning in and hearing, like, because right now it's like all, everything's baseball and now football start. And I'm like, but yeah, but NASCAR's been going on. Like, that's. That's still fun. You could gamble on that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Hell yeah. It's it's horse racing with technology. Yes. If you think about it. A you know? lot more ponies. And the same size genitals. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and, uh, I, I love how into NASCAR and unpolog- unapologetically Bob is into NASCAR. It's oh, not like a mainstream thing for guys our age to be into NASCAR as heavily as Bob is. And I I admire that in you. I love when somebody likes something and says, Hey, I like this. Sorry. If you don't like, this is my thing. I I admire that Bob. I I do. Hey, I I appreciate it. It's, it's one of those things where I've, you know, I've, and you know, too, I've been watching these races, all that kind of stuff. A a lot of the guys actually in the chat right now are uh, part of an iRacing league that I'm in called total nonstop racing. I broadcast the races every Monday night and, it's just a lot of fun. It kind of parlays and crosses my realm of working in radio versus liking racing and getting into sim racing. It's all kind of all blends together, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome because uh, a lot of my family members, they were um, dirt modified racers in the Flemington days, East Windsor days. Um, they were all sprint car drivers and modified drivers, like I said. And they all did iRacing, like, back before iRacing was a thing. Like, and I saw iRacing evolve over the years. And it really it really helped them, uh, you know, through the off-season. It's almost felt like a basketball trainer or a basketball player will, like, go down to, like, the Caribbean in the off-season so that they could play in, like, the same weather. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. like what a NASCAR driver or a dirt car driver will literally, you know, do iRacing sprint car because of the amount of – different changes and things that you could do with the setup as opposed to a video game where you pick your car, pick your driver with iRacing, as you know, you could literally, you know, you could change your stagger by like a quarter inch of this lap and then come try it out. You know what I mean? There's so many, so many things to change. It's so, it's so in depth. And I think it's awesome that you, you uh, do that on Mondays. I tune in every once in a while. I can't stay super long because I, I usually tune in right before I go to bed. (laughs) <laughs> but I really think it's cool that you guys embrace NASCAR like that, and I think it's a, I think it's a fun thing for people to get into. Kids love it, you know what I mean? Like I could put it on when kids are here. Like you put it on at a party, everybody will eventually sit down on the couch. And be like that guy in the green car, that guy was almost spun out the last lap. Let's watch him now. You know what I mean? It's and like half of why I watch. Yeah. I so. mean, it it sucks. It sucks to say that, but it is an entertaining feature of the of watching it. I mean, in basketball, you're not going to watch somebody yeah. potentially die unless they take a like you hockey. know a dunk to the head. Oh, yeah, hockey. Yeah, hockey is strictly better than soccer because there's yeah. fights in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the death element of hockey versus soccer is the death element is after soccer. You'll probably get killed if you mess up. But in hockey, you if you mess up during the game, you're probably going to get really hurt. But um, no, it's cool, man. I think it's neat what you guys are doing. I like the food element. I'm I, I'm really excited to come hang out. I like doing any platform I can because it's like exercise. Like I go on this <laughs> podcast, talk about this. This podcast, talk about that, and it makes me you know more well rounded. So I try to listen to a little bit of everything. I like what you guys are doing. No, absolutely. Um, 
I wanted to share a story the first time. I've only been to one live NASCAR race in my life, and it was at Dover. And, Bob, you, how many times have you been to Dover Speedway? Oh, God, more than I can count. <laughs> I, I've, gone to, I've, I've gone to pretty much every race there since 2015, uh, plus about two wow. or three plus two or three, like as a fan, cause I, I, you know, go get media credentials and that kind of stuff. So Jeez, I, I guess that's... it's a little bit different, but you know, yeah, big, big old, big Same old for the donut pandemic for me. Years. <laughs> yeah. He, he threw that media credentials in there, like a little salt and pepper. We heard it, Bob, <laughs> <laughs> you know, figured so, I'd just, you know, way, no, you're good. You deserve it, man. You're a hard worker. You're, you're, it, it feels like there's 10 of you in the world. Cause I hear you in 15 different places. Um, Accurate. The first time I ever went to a NASCAR race, I was actually like, I've always liked racing. I've always liked NASCAR. And someone asked me, they're like, you want to go to a NASCAR race? I'm like, "Mm, no. They're like, it's in Delaware. I'm like, "Mm, definitely no. (laughs) We could camp and drink a bunch of beer and there's like tons of rednecks party. And I'm like, what time is it? Yes. Uh, yes, so, then no, went, then yes again. <laughs> yes, then what kind of thing? I'll drive. So I went to Dover International Speedway. It was like a three-day thing. People don't understand. When NASCAR is in town, it's in town all weekend. Um, I think it was still the uh, – was it the Nextel – or not Nextel Cup at that time. I think it might have been. Yeah, it was probably um, Nextel – either Nextel or Sprint because you're talking like what, 05, 06 you said in the comments? Yeah, oh five, oh six. Yeah, it was um, definitely Nextel then. Yeah, I and still then what had was my the truck? Xfinity, Xfinity series was the Bush series. Mm-hmm. Still a funny uh, and then name. The, the stadium, the stadium trucks were there. It was, dude. This town shut the hell down, and it was a party, man. <laughs> I was in the stands. There was people with every. I feel like at NASCAR, like you get a discount on your ticket if you have a Southern accent because. <laughs> everyone there, everyone there talked like they were from, you know, Chattanooga. And a guy in the middle of the race, we had been, you know, pre-drinking and stuff. Um, and this guy during the, during the race, he goes, yo, man, you want to lift a dip? I was like, uh, excuse, pardon me, sir. Uh, you know, like, I, like he, he looked, this dude had. I'll never forget. He had a cutoff t-shirt, a mellow, it was mellow yellow. And he had (laughs) jean shorts where one short, one leg of the shorts was like six inches shorter than the other. (laughs) And he had like Kiva flip flops. He said, dude, you didn't think like, man, they let you in. But anyway, no sunglasses. This dude goes, yo man, you want to lift a dip? I'm like, uh, what do you mean? He's like, I got, you want to lift a skull? I said, yeah, sure. I I would love some, mister. Thank you. (laughs) I've never had dips. I've never dipped ever in my life. So there I am just doing my dip. And about a half hour later, I'm starting to not feel so good. And the guy looks over, looks over to me. He goes, yo man, you ain't got a dip cup. I said, no. He goes, you ain't got a dip bottle? I said, no. He goes, where are you sitting? I said, nah, I'm just swallowing it. He goes, uh-oh, you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, Stands no. up, walks to the bathroom, and then get right on cue, man. I was sick as a dog. I don't remember anything from the actual NASCAR race other oh, than sitting down watching the first two laps. Having a lipid, 
like skull. Like it felt like somebody put like a pelican put mulch in my mouth. Like it just was <laughs> horrific. Well, I guess I went to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. I got very, very sick. They actually asked me if I needed like medical assistance because of the amount Good I was God. vomiting. I said, no, I'm good. I said, I need a drink. I need a drink. And they got me a bunch of water, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Came out of the bathroom, watched the final two laps. <laughs> Felt like a million bucks. Went back to the pits. We partied all night. And that was the only time I've ever been to a NASCAR race. And I'm surprised. It was still a good time. I was on the verge of food poisoning. It was still awesome. There's a lot about NASCAR. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go, going to those races is such a party. And on, on one hand, I miss going there as a fan only because the experience you get and being able to like be around the other people and the other fans mm. is incredible. But the access oh, dude, were, like for media and that kind of stuff is great. Oh, to get to, to sit there and get shit faced with the, I'm sorry, is it language? Okay. On your oh no, show? you're good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To yeah sit watch, there and get watch your goddamn language. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and like you were making fun of the noise before I, I have a, I have a NASCAR noise. It, it was literally because Dover's a huge track and we were like really close to the track. So like when they're on the out, like the other side of the track, you lose sight of them. So if you weren't paying attention, like if you look down for a second, it was like, it was like, that was it. And then, oh, you yeah. win. <laughs> it, and then they come around like there's dudes that take pools of what drop, like a, like, um, they, they pick like five or 10 drivers and every time you lose a driver, you lose a point and whoever has the most drivers at the end of the race wins. Have so you heard of that? So it's just a series of drinking games at the thing where you're drinking. Is that what I'm getting at here? Yeah. They go around the track to come back saying that I lost the guy, yellow flag. God damn it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that was is, just a real, well, really that, that's time. honestly one of my favorite parts about NASCAR is the fact that you can bring coolers into races and bring and literally fill your cooler to the brim with as much beer as you could possibly fit in mm. and food. Mm -hmm. What else, like what other so, sporting event can you bring your beer with that, you? That's what I was going to ask with, um, cause I, I've never been to a NASCAR event. Um, I, I mostly stick to, um, virtually racing. So, uh, I'm, I'm new to the whole, you know, NASCAR thing. I think, Bob said uh, we were going to try to get in next time. I'm going to be his plus one camera guy. Um, oh, yeah, so, you love it. Got um, a couple irons in the fire on that one for sure. <laughs> so um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Um, it, I think it, well, it'll be a good a time new, It'll there. be a new experience for you. It's an experience. If it's something that – it doesn't have to be something that you're fully immersed in. I think everybody should experience something all the time. Bob, Bob's known me for quite a long time, and you don't – you don't see me as somebody that would be in the general crowd of a Broadway theater play, Bob, correct? And we, yes. But we went to McCarter Theater in Princeton last Christmas and watched A Christmas Carol, the play of A Christmas Carol. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was awesome. I'm like, holy hell, I should be home drinking bourbon right now, but this is really good play. <laughs> like, I think everybody should experience this. Mm -hmm. You know All what right. I mean? It's one of those things. Like you don't have to be in it as much as Bob is. Very, very, very few people are in it as much as Bob it is. Might... Just to go and experience it and almost see, like, 
you you have you you'll find friends in your life that that are into things that you may not be into. But when you hang out with your friend and they're in their element, and you see that light in your eye in their eye, it kind of charges your batteries a little bit, bro. You'll see. Oh, it. Absolutely, I I I remember what I was gonna say. Um, so like you go to a football I, game, the beers are you have to go buy them, you know, four dollars beer, mm-hmm. or you can go in the tailgate in the back and you know drink them out. Uh, w- with NASCAR, can you just like? Cooler on the stands with you, like cooler into the stands. If you have an infield, if you're in the infield, right, Bob? Uh, even in like the regular stands and whatnot, each track policy is different. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you're allowed like a twelve by twelve cooler as long as you bring in cans. So it's you can so literally bring as much beer as you want. So it's beach, yeah, beach. Size. It's beach rules. Beach rules. Yeah, it's like beach going rules. to the beach. Do yeah. they not sell like beer and stuff? Oh, they do. They oh, just, they do. Yeah. Whatever they sell, they have rule, snack rule stands, cool. all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> you can bring in a cooler, twelve by twelve. Don't matter what's in it, as right, long now, as it's in cans. Now, if I come in with a Camelback <laughs> full of um, product issues, no, no, good, good. Yeah. I I would say hi. I mean, don't take my word for it. I've only been I'm once, just, but I'm I would just say, planning. I would say they'd be they'd be pretty uh, okay with it. it. It depends though. So the other thing, like speaking of lack physical rules, it depends also what track you go to. Bob, yeah. I went to, I was on the way to. I have a lot of family in Tennessee, so I go and visit them quite frequently. We have a cabin down there and everything. It's a beautiful area. Um, the first time I went down there, though, uh, there wasn't a NASCAR race at Bristol, but. All the signs, when you go to Bristol, I'm not sure if everybody listening here, history nerd, uh, there's a Bristol, Virginia, and Tennessee, and they're both on the border of each state. So you go from literally from Bristol, Virginia, into Bristol, Tennessee, and you immediately are bombarded with signs that say Bristol Motor Speedway, blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was just about to get dark on like a Wednesday, Thursday night. And my cousin Tommy and I were going to Tennessee, and he's a, he was a modified driver, one of the dirt racers in my family. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, we got to stop and check out Bristol Motor Speedway. I'm like, what the hell are we going to check out? Park in the parking lot, take a picture with no cars around us, no people. <laughs> like, hey, look at us. It's a Wednesday. So we pull in to Bristol Motor Speedway, and I I have pictures to prove this. There was nothing there to block you from walking into the place but a bunch of chicken wire in the general parking area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we literally stepped over barbed wire, you know, like the Beverly Hillbillies, and walked out to the pit entrance onto the track mm-hmm. at Bristol. Mm. And a guy came up in a golf cart. He goes, <laughs> hey. What the hell are y'all doing? Like, we're going to do something nefarious. We said, we just wanted to take a picture of the track. He's like, oh, that's all? We're like, yeah. He's like, all right, have a good day. And he drove away. <laughs> <laughs> we were on the track at Bristol, one of the best motor speedways in all of NASCAR, I would argue. Oh, yeah. and That's amazing. We, we're just, just, yeah, you want to walk around, take a lap? Yeah, let's go. And we hung out, we walked through barbed wire and went on, like, imagine that track being in New Jersey or Pennsylvania. You'd need a damn near half a military clearance just to get near the place. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> in Tennessee, they just have a dog lick your hand as marking that you paid your ticket. And, you know, it, it was wonderful. And it always made me have this nostalgia for NASCAR saying, like, this is totally different than anything else that's out there hockey basketball baseball soccer all of it nascar is fucking awesome Mm -hmm. yeah like i i have been to bristol 
twice for races. Um, funny enough, I didn't get to see the finish of either race because it rained. Um, because there, there was a streak of, I want to say three years from 27, the 2017 season, the 2019 season, almost every single race I went to had a rain delay (laughs) and I was doing five races a year at that point. Because I would do wow. both Dover races when they'd go to Dover twice, mm-hmm. both Pocono races when they'd go to Pocono twice, and I would pick a random race. So I did New Hampshire, okay. and it rained in the morning. Uh, two Bristol races, both of them got postponed to the next day, um, or like Cup Series at least. Mm-hmm. So all of those races had some sort of weather delay for all of them. That's disheartening. Jesus Christ. And the guy I... I uh, used to cover the races with who has since passed. Um, he, he actually told me, he's like, you know, I may not have to, br- I may not allow you to come to the races anymore because it rains You're whenever you go to star. the race. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, you know, I, that, that rain, rain delays do affect NASCAR quite a bit of, as opposed to some other sports. You're right. That, that's, that's a shame. I mean, how many, I mean, most races you've been to, you've seen finished, correct? Uh, yeah, there have only been a handful of races um, where they've been flat out postponed to the next day. Um, okay. But it's probably more than others just because typically when they race at Pocono, there's always a threat of rain just because it's the summer. It's, you know, the wet season in the Poconos. Mm-hmm. I get that. Uh, Dover is yeah. very, Dover's fairly rare when they would schedule the races to get rain delays. Uh, however, this year, right. this year it got rained out, moved to the next day. Um, okay. And Bristol in April, it always rains. So that's again, the <laughs> rainy dude, season. I don't know why they do Bristol in April. If you've ever been to Tennessee before, you know, April and May, it always, always rains there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. vacation in Tennessee every year, and we we go. All right, we'll do this on the rain day, and this on the rain day, because you can guarantee it's going to rain a couple of the days. Exactly. So, the other thing I think you would find kind of interesting if you continue down into Tennessee, about an hour or so south of Knoxville, Tennessee, there's a town called Sweetwater, and they have. There's dirt tracks everywhere down there, by the way, like mm-hmm. everywhere. There's a dirt track with a loyal audience of people that have been going there since Reagan was in office. <laughs> and there is a dirt track we found in this town called Sweetwater. It was called I-75 Raceway. And we, we went in and checked it out. It was a dirt track modeled after Bristol. Same measurements, same incline, same mm. uh, banking, banking degrees. Dude, it was wild. Mm-hmm. And we went there, and they ran late models on this track. They ran four cylinders on this track. They ran, you know, uh, uh, modifies on this track. And we were watching the four-cylinder race, which is where they take a generic four-cylinder street car and, and you know, mm-hmm. knock out all the windows, weld door shut, <laughs> put a half-ass roll cage in it, give the guy, a, you know, an evil Knievel helmet and say, get at it and pat him on the ass and send him out racing. And... <laughs> About 15 or 20 Dodge Neons are chasing each other. You know, you I was going to make a Dodge Neon joke. Oh, they're, they're Neons. They're Cavaliers. You'll throw in a Corolla Cavalier. every now and then. <laughs> it's a student a driver's Central. <laughs> yeah. And 
<laughs> really, it should be sponsored by MyFirstCar.com. Yeah. I don't even know if it's a website. <laughs> but so anyway, they're going at it, and these two dudes, this guy spins out another car, like purposely spun him out. Mm. Well, this guy says, you know, F, F you, dude. He cuts the track and goes to T-bone the car oh, that he God. thought did it. He got he got the wrong guy. So both of their cars are now incapacitated. They get out of the car, take their helmets off, and they start beating the hell out of each other on the infield. They throw the yellow flag, and I swear to God, I had two family members with me, two cousins, and my cousin's wife with us. <laughs> the guy over the intercom, the guy over the intercom, as God is my witness, goes, all right, we're going to let these two boys duke it out and figure it out while we're waiting. We got $2 chili dogs and $2.50 corn dogs. And if you want to show your support for your favorite driver, we got T-shirts in the pits. All right, looks like they're cleaning up. They figured it out. Let's get their cars out the way. Nobody got black flagged. Nobody got thrown out. They let them fist fight in the middle of the race. We got a corn dog. I took a pit, and the race went on. That's amazing. You, you, if you enjoy that kind of stuff, you would love looking up YouTube videos of Bowman Gray Stadium. It's paved track around a football field uh, in uh, I, I, somewhere in North Carolina. Bowman Gray is the name of the track. Um, they do races there every weekend, and it's always a raucous crowd. There are huge wrecks, guys blatantly cutting the course exactly like you said, fighting each other on the track, trying to mow each other down in their own cars. Good God. Like, it is redneck hillbilly racing central. And it's one of those wow. things where some people fucking hate it. Some people love it. Honestly, it's entertaining. It's, yeah. it's, Wait, is it, the asphalt track in North Carolina? Yes. Dude, oh my God. I know where it's at. It's like Winston, <laughs> it's like Winston or something. Dude, I know yeah, I where think it's talking. I think it's Winston-Salem. Um, I That's could it. know. Any, yeah, any of our viewers, let, let us know too. But like, it is incredible to watch and you have to look up Bowman gray fights. Oh, they are, they are something else. That's amazing. I can't. Dude, North Carolina, North Carolina is like Tennessee's Mike Pence. Like (laughs) they're, they're, they're just, they're just as crazy. They're just a little quieter, Mm. you know? Yep. And, any race I ever went in North Carolina was a good time. Dude, people are so generous down there. You stop at a stop sign, look over at them, they wave to you. And I'm from New Jersey. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, what the fuck are you looking at? Like, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Like, yeah, why oh, man, why the are you waving green. in my direction? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, dude, that's that's my racing stories. And I, I enjoy your guys' podcast. I can't wait to come on and provide something for the food element, I guess, is uh, what we're planning on doing right bob yep definitely and uh let also uh before we let you go uh let us know where like people can find you and all that we'll obviously plug you you know when you come on but uh give us all the uh the socials and and whatnot i the the big social the thing i'm pushing right now is just a cast iron uh kyle on instagram cast iron underscore kyle i do a lot of cooking content i do the funny reels you know, for the growth, you got to do that now mm-hmm. if you're a small business on Instagram. And uh, I buy and sell and uh, refurbish vintage cast iron skillets. I teach people how to care for them and use them and cook with them. And um, they've made my life better. So I want to help people uh, have these skillets to make their life better because 
I'm somebody that doesn't know how to show love unless I cook something for someone, which is mm. kind of cool. But um, so if you want any vintage cast iron stuff, if you have any questions, I love when people say, hey, I got this from my grandma. It's been in a barn, you know, since I Love Lucy was in, in rotation. <laughs> um, how can I make it so I could cook eggs on it for my family? I, I love those kind of DMs and uh, I like to restore stuff to people. So hit up cast iron Kyle, cast iron underscore Kyle on Instagram and, uh, you know, enjoy yourself. Sounds awesome. good. And yeah, Kyle, we definitely, I cannot wait to have you on. Uh, this is definitely going to be some, uh, some good stuff and I'll, uh, I'll definitely shoot you a message, uh, after the show and we'll try to get something set up soon. Absolutely. Would love to be there. Have a good night guys. Awesome. Thanks Kyle. That is Kyle from cast iron Kyle, um, joining us. Indeed. I cannot wait to have him on the show. You me either. He's bringing 10 to 20 hot sauces. It's <laughs> awesome. We, uh, how could it go wrong? Right. There was one post he did. Um, you have to check it out. Instagram cast iron Kyle. Uh, it was a pork belly sandwich, but the bread was apple cider donuts mm. and it looked absolutely freaking amazing. I'm all for this. <laughs> um, but, uh, I guess switching gears for lack of a better phrase, mm. um, Next couple of weeks, we might see a couple couple changes here behind us. Yeah, so um, I guess this we 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 touched on it a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about hobby spaces and and um, you know where where you build or have your your place of of residence for like your hobbies, your gaming, your your whatever. And um, I have a relatively small uh, little cubby hole in the basement and uh, I can't fit a lot. I have my, my desk and I have my, my eye racing uh, chair uh, simulator seat thing. And, and that's really all that could fit in that room. Um, and so I don't have spots for my 3d printers and uh, we, I cook a lot. So I have a lot of random appliances, some are doubles, some are triples. Um, and I'm, I'm running out of space to, to put them places. Uh <laughs> So we uh, we have purchased some cabinetry uh, that will be behind us, uh, some nice display cabinetry, some nice uh, low cabinets over here. So uh, you'll actually see the 3D printers behind you. Uh, depending on what we're doing, you might see one of them moving up and down. Um, you might see one of them printing. Um, it, it depends on uh, what I could fit on there and... and you know, stuff like that. You might see more props behind us, um, whether it be, you know, a couple model things here and there, some D&D stuff. Um, there, there might just be a little bit of, uh, of display behind you um, for up here. So, you know, it's things to look forward to. Um, Definitely. But we were also, like, going through the house. Like, um, one of the biggest issues my wife has is that we set up her office. It was a library and her, like, gaming area. And she loved it, and she was always playing games in there. But now she works from home, so now she works in the office. Mm -hmm. So now I come home, and she never plays games on her computer, which is in that room. And uh, I'm like, do you, like, why don't you play games on your computer anymore? I think it's, like, a really good computer. And she's like, I'm in the office all day you know, working. So when I am done working, I don't want to stay in the room mm -hmm. to play games. So 
I don't really have that issue. I th- I don't know if it's an ADHD thing or if it's just like, eh, like I work everywhere, so it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. But um, it's I'm trying to figure out, and uh, let me know in the comments if if you guys are similar, if you know anybody um, that has like the same. I'm trying to figure out like how to adjust the room. Like I'm I'm thinking um, if I got like RGB lights or if I got like the nano leaves or just something that can kind of like modify the room enough to make it look like a different room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, to kind of have it like, okay, yeah, no, this is back to, um, like this is a different room. I'm, I'm playing games again and it's different and it's comfortable. And so it, there's, there's been a lot of like going over stuff like that and, and mm-hmm. trying to figure out like, even in my office, I'm out of space and, like I said, I have full, uh, full on. If you go down there, just a giant mess. Everything is out because I ADHD brain needs to see it. Uh, I'm like a, a T Rex. My vision and my memory is is based on what based I can on see. Movement. Yeah. So I just I just leave everything out because if I put it away, it's now gone forever. I'm I, I'm like toddler rules, like. Like, no object permanence kind of thing. So, um, I've been looking, like, how do I get a desk that could have cabinets, but that I won't forget what's in the cabinets forever? Outside of, like, do I get clear acrylic cabinets <laughs> so that I can, like, look inside and be like, ah, oh, yes, hidden, but not. <laughs> well, honestly, I, I had a little bit of that uh, as well. Um, I still live at home because college loans fucking suck. Um, but originally I used to work in my living room. My grandmother passed away and my mom was watching her. Mm-hmm. Now my mom works from home as well. Mm-hmm. So we both were sharing the dining room table. I like having my space. Mm-hmm. I lost my space when my mom started working from home. Mm-hmm. So I went upstairs and initially, whenever I had to quarantine because, like, being a close contact to COVID or the one time I actually had COVID, I moved all my stuff upstairs. And I would set up on my desk. I have a really nice built-in desk. And I set up, I use my laptop, and I have two monitors. And I worked out a decent system, but I had to get rid of, like, my racing wheel and, like, all that kind of stuff. Mm. And at the end of the day, I just didn't feel like going and setting it all back up. Because I knew when I was done, I'd have to break it down and set my work stuff back up. Right. So the way I kind of got around it is I actually went went to Target and bought a desk. And I put it on the other side of my room. Mm. So now I work on one side of my room. (laughs) And I have my gaming set up on the other side of my room. (laughs) Yeah, that checks out. Like... But I really want to get an L-shaped desk. I just don't have the room. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I wanted to get one of those uh, U-shaped ones. Where oh yeah, you go and then but like I have my electric panel is like right there, so I'm like if I if I get the U like the panels just right over there, yeah, and you and just have to like lean over it. Yeah. And it's, it's just a pain in the like, ass. I would feel like I was like going into like a Star Trek kind of like space cruiser because like I'd only have enough room to like wheel the chair <laughs> in, and I'm like that ah, kind of defeats the purpose. I, maybe I don't want to do that, but um, or you could just put other shit on the walls so it, the the panel blends in, so you could just be like. Oh yes, this is an actual functioning panel, and right, like, right. <laughs> yes, this is my prop panel. It's just like a a, 
a, a photo of a different panel. <laughs> Low voltage, high voltage. Yeah. Higher voltage. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, I, I always am looking at stuff like that, and, like, I still I, I keep running out of space for, uh, like, I'm sure you see that I have the pinball machine just right when you walk in the house. I do want to bring that downstairs, I just don't have a spot for it downstairs yet. That's so true. it's still up right by the front of the house. Um, so, yeah, it's like a constant uh, battle when you have 700 projects and not a large house mm-hmm. is finding space to put your 700 projects. That is one of my fears when my girlfriend and I are, you know, do eventually move in together. Mm hmm. Cause there's a lot of stuff that I work on and like, I like fiddle around with. Mm-hmm. So does she mm. and us looking into like getting a condo or a small house or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some fights over who actually gets to use the spare bedroom as their office. <laughs> <laughs> so we were actually, um, talking about in my office, um, expanding all the way. So I have like a, if you split a basement in half, uh, there's like a little tiny corner of the basement that is my office. We were thinking about expanding it the other direction, so like unhalfing the house okay. and making it like a almost double the length. And I was like, do, would you like if if I expanded that half and then put your computer down there and then made that like the hobby room slash my office with would that work better than that way you still have your office Mm -hmm. but i have like my office and also all of my hobby stuff because i don't i don't care like i'll i could work anywhere the only thing that i get worried about is if i am in too much fan noise i get sleepy because i've worked (laughs) with servers for so long that my brain is just like oh you're working get tired (laughs) i could totally see that then again any of that like white noise will just make me pass the fuck out. Yeah. Every time I go to get an MRI, they're like, it's going to be loud. I'm like, I'm going to be sleeping. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. And they're it. like, are you sure? And I'm like, I am positive. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I go, they have to like extra pad the sides of my head. That way my head doesn't like fall to the side while it's like imaging. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's a, that's a long end. While you read that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, Kyle says, uh, wait a few years and uh, bank your money for a bigger spot. Uh, Chrissy and I waited for three years, snagged a 2,000 square footer with four bedrooms, two bath, uh, den, garage, and workshop basement. Definitely worth the wait. Absolutely. And we're not looking to rush into getting a place anytime soon. Um, you know, I, you know, like I said, student loans are mm. a pain in the ass. Um, so... Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Plus, the market is insane. Yeah, the market's ridiculous. And I have a couple real estate and, you know, realtor connections, but Mm. it's uh, just because I know realtors doesn't mean I'm going to get a deal on a house. Yeah. That's the one thing I missed uh, because growing up, we always had the two-car garage and and the shed and everything else and the basement. Mm. And I moved into this house, and uh, technically, we are in the garage, um, this, oh, yeah. this was the carport, uh, that all of these houses came with that was enclosed and made into a real room. And then we renovated it to make it into a better room. Uh, but I do not have a garage and, uh, looking back the next time, like we go house shopping, 
a garage is like a full necessity mm-hmm. for like I'm using my shed now as a garage for like all of like I'm putting my tools back there and stuff like that and you know it's not the biggest deal in the world but knowing what I know now about like my hobby space and um you know I jump from hobby to hobby to hobby to hobby um being able to have a space to put all of the crap that I am no longer using that I will be reinterested in in like six to eight months time mm-hmm. uh, is useful because you never want to sell it. No, I've learned I sell it. And then like a year later, I'm like, where's that thing? I'm really interested in doing that again. And I'm like, right, right. I sold it. Fuck. Now I got to go buy it again. <laughs> and I'm sure the prices have gone up because like, I don't know if I am just too ahead of the curve or honestly you are or you just absolutely are. i don't know it happens every fucking time i buy a thing it's disturbing honestly. i i do a thing and then i get bored so i sell it for like cheap as shit and then within a year it fucking explodes and then i want to do it again and it's like eight times the price i'm like well now nah, i don't want to do it again mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to say I was like, oh, I was cool before. The, the. I, I Listen, I don't mean to do it. It just happens. <laughs> you are the biggest inadvertent hipster I think I've ever met. <laughs> I, and I'm mad about and it. You don't even mean to do it. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I was totally into this thing a few years ago. Oh, it's big now. Yeah. Like, like my, my, my $392 million fucking pizza back in, like, 2012. <laughs> That's uh, right. Because I, I was mining Bitcoin, and I was like, I'm going to be fucking rich. They're like a dollar. And I bought a pizza when they were like 37 cents each. And that bit me in the ass. I'm a fucking... And then uh, Dogecoin. I mined Dogecoin when it first came out. I had like, I don't even know how many millions. And I gave all of it away to the NASCAR guy. Like, granted... I regret nothing. That was fucking hysterical. I had like 500 <laughs> Dogecoin and I put all 500 in there. I got a t-shirt. You did? You got a t-shirt? Oh, you yeah. son of a well, bitch. I, I bought the t-shirt. Oh. Like I was extra. like, I, I spent, I don't know how many millions of Dogecoin. I didn't get a goddamn t-shirt. Next week, I'm going to wear that shirt uh, for the show. It is the best shirt I think I've ever owned. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I. Every time. It happens every time. To the point now where, like, I'm scared to do something because I'm like, mm. Well, no, you do it. I'll buy in with you. Knowing that you sell gonna, it, yeah. knowing that yeah. I'm going to make money. Yeah, that's that's how it'll work. Yeah, there's, like, I started 3D <laughs> printing. It's got to be back in, like, 2012 when they first started, like, becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. It was somewhere around 2012. I remember kickstarting because I was a college person like just out of college so i didn't have a lot of money i remember kickstarting a, a 3d printer that was like you could build it at home and it was made of plastic um the 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 wood that you can cut like laser cut mm-hmm. and fishing line so you use fishing lines to make the thing go around and like 3d print it was a big piece of shit <laughs> that worked like 30 percent of the time because it's fucking fishing line and so no matter how much you fiddled with it to make it perfect, they were like, yeah, you just got to make it really taut and then pluck it to like a G chord. And I'm like, cool, until it runs for like three hours and then it's no longer a G chord. Yeah. I, I think I just saw my favorite comment ever. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Kyle says, this dude is like the love child of Bernie Madoff and an Enron exec. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it just, I don't know. I, I burn through hobbies. Like, I absolutely rip through hobbies. And it's like that with games now, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll play a game for like a, I would say a week, but sometimes it doesn't even go that far. Like, if you go in my, uh, into the basement with my, my video game section, there are PlayStation 3 games that are in the wrapping. I have a couple like that. It's uh, more than a couple. <laughs> and, and I know damn well, those will live in the wrapping forever. Oh, yeah. I have no intent on playing them. I bought Until Dawn because the former podcast that I was on uh, did a playthrough of it. Mm-hmm. And it was my first time playing... And uh, our other co-host, Spencer, who was on the show before, Mm -hmm. uh, his first time playing it. And we played through it together. We streamed it, had like the whole live reaction, all jump scares and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, this is so much fun. I need to buy it because my girlfriend wanted to play it too. Mm. It's still in the wrapper. (laughs) My PS3 is covered in dust because it just hasn't been played. I don't even... I have the the Uncharted series. Mm-hmm. Played the first one, still have games two, three, and four in the wrapper. And when I bought my PS3, it came with Uncharted 4. (laughs) So that's still in the wrapper too. Like, I have so much shit that I just... I... Because, like, I got my computer, and then I got iRacing. Yeah. And that became an obsession. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's really all you need. Once you get a computer... All right, so... I bought the X. Well, I didn't buy it. I traded for an Xbox One uh, at a pawn shop I, I used to frequent, um, and they thought it was broken. So I was like, yep, totally broken. And then I fixed it for like 37 cents worth of rubber bands. And um, I plugged it in and I got it sorted. And I was like, yeah, this will be fun. I'll have Xbox. I got my PC right next to it. It'll be fun. We can play Xbox One. I can play my PC. And then uh, I could plug my cable box into the Xbox and I could tell the Xbox to like turn oh, on the cable best. and stuff like that. Um, I played Destiny on it for four days and then it was a cable box. Yeah, that's until like me I with got Destiny. until I got bored of the cable box. So I unplugged the Xbox one and then it has never turned on again. There are times when I use my Xbox as an extra HDMI port for my TV. <laughs> like I'll turn on my Xbox and then I'll turn something else on. For the for a while before I got my current TV, my PS3 was actually plugged into the Xbox. Love that. So I'd play my PS3 on the Xbox, which is connected to the TV. Oh, that's fantastic. Which, you know, if there's, you know, Xbox or PS3, like PlayStation enthusiasts, they're probably sitting there just, oh, you son of a bitch. But I, yeah. the latency. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can play my Xbox on my phone now. That is like, true. That's the only reason I bought the PlayStation Vita back in the day. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you can play all these Vita games. I'm like, this thing is going to die because there is no good video games for it. And I was right. Yeah. Uh, but they were like, yeah, but you could play your PlayStation 3 on the Vita. I and mean, I was like, oh, fantastic. I, I literally it. have this that my phone will plug into that is hilarious and i can play the xbox so i have the smaller version of that called the jungle cat that's a name yeah it's it's was meant for the razor phone itself which i also have and i use it as an emulation station 
Yeah. It's it's an old Android phone. Works great, by the way. If anybody wants to like have a little home emulator thing, it kind of looks like a Switch. Uh, uses like they look like miniature Switch controllers. I was looking into that. How how do you uh, how do you like it? I like it. I like it a lot. There's a little bit of latency if um, if you're playing like a sports game mm-hmm. or something like that. It's probably not your best bet. But if you're doing like a story driven game, I was playing. Um, Oh my god, what is that Star Wars game? It's a really good Star Wars game, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, um I was playing that and that's fine. It's like a Dark Souls mm. but Star Wars. Um that was a lot of fun and the, and the 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 latency isn't too terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh but overall, I mean, the buttons and everything feel really nice. It, it looks like an Xbox controller. Oh yeah. And it, it feels nice. I like the uh the uh the paddles and that kind mm. of stuff. Um, the yeah, controller feels, feels good. This feels a lot better than the Jungle Cat, which and is it like, feels like a I'm switch playing on a steroids. Switch. Yeah. But with better So the reason I've never, <laughs> I didn't pick this one up, uh, is because a lot of the games that I enjoy playing, uh, even though I go through them rapidly, is um, like FPS type games or multiplayer games. And I was like, how good of an experience am I actually going to get on my phone? You know, playing that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Like, I'm afraid to do the Call of Duties or, you know, those kinds of games mm-hmm. on this just because I don't know how they're going to work. Yeah. Like, I, I would be, like, the latency. Because, like, not that I'm a Rage player, because usually I'm not. Um, but, like, I could I could say for, like, the, yeah, okay, this would. This is basically, like, a uh, better controlled Switch. Yeah. Because... Love the Switch. I have two of them. But uh, I have normal people size hands. Yeah. And I, with the Switch controllers, everyone's going to have carpal tunnel from the Switch. Yeah, my... <laughs> That's my prediction. Big, meaty <laughs> claws of a hand. Oh, oh, yeah. It It is, uh, it looks comfortable. Is that a button in the back or is that just the unlock button? Uh, uh, just the, the unlock, unlock button. button. Yeah, like I'll even pull up my Xbox on there. Let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's too far. But like <clears throat> it, it's it's actually it's so it, game, it looks good. Game Pass gives you like stuff like that on the because I have the Game Pass, uh, but I have it for the PC side of things because the ADHD mm-hmm. plus Xbox Game Pass, fantastic. The amount of hard drive space I rip through just downloading games and playing them for like eight hours and then uninstalling them. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Apparently I, uh, I need to re situate my, myself, the app updated. So I can't show what it looks like, you know, having my Xbox <laughs> on my phone, but like you just can imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get the idea. So I guess speaking of Xbox and, and, um, and razor stuff and all that stuff. I, this is a this is a, a good question to bring up now because, like I said, we were we were looking to do the the cabinets in the back and stuff like that. How much RGB is too much RGB? Because <laughs> when Kyle comes here, he'll, he'll notice that your boy loves RGB. I have it <laughs> in everything. I have the Philips U lights around the house. Almost everywhere, I have the light strips. I have the uh, hex, whatever, cubes in the basement. Uh, I love 
LED lights. I've always loved LED lights. I found in the basement when I was going through my shit, the first LEDs, well, they weren't even LEDs, the first cathode kit I put in my computer that I modified when I was like 13. Oh my God. You remember those blue cathode lights? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I found them. I have all four of them still in the basement. And I used to have the microphone in it. So you could have like, it would beat to the music. Oh my God. With yes. my, I, I jigsaw cut the, the sheet metal and I went to Home Depot and put a piece of plexiglass on the side of the fucking case. <laughs> I voided, my mom spent like $300 on a warranty for this computer to make sure I wouldn't break it. It was like two days in, I saws all the fucking sidewall. <laughs> That's incredible. I started young with PC modifications. <laughs> like little but, blue lights was your gateway drug to yeah, this. It was like, <laughs> I remember, like I always loved lights. Always. But I remember when I got the cathode kit, I would just play music and just stare at my fucking computer because it would just dance with the music. And then it just was like more and more and more and more. And now I even have it on the fucking TV. I have the the Govi one. That's so cool. That expands to the back of the TV. So when you're watching TV, there's more lights around the TV. I just fucking love LED lights and blinky things. And here's the thing. There, there is a limit, but everything you do looks good. Ah, I tasteful RGB. Yes. Well, that's the thing. There is, there is such thing as too much RGB. Because when you get to a point, you just kind of look like douchey streamer bro. Mm. But if it looks good and it adds like that accent color, mm. I think it's fine. So this is a funny story. My nephew, he is uh, eight months now. When he, he came here when he was three, my sister was like, oh, he, he fucking loves lights. And I was like, you're telling me he kind of looks like me. Um, and he loves lights. I'm sorry. This is, I mean, yeah. obviously your child, but um, it's going to be really easy taking care of him. And I went to the basement and I turned my nano leaves on his eyes. He was only three months old. I swear, it's like he saw Jesus. <laughs> like, I've never seen a children's <laughs> eyes light up like that before. He was like, eh, eh, eh. And then the lights turned on. It fucking silence. Just stared. And then slowly just put his hand up and just touched it. And that just was like, and I had it set to reactive. So if you touch it, it like, you know, changes the colors out. Oh, you just like oh, sent my fuck this kid to outer He space. was just like, ah. Uh, uh, I fucking started going to town <laughs> and um, I was like yeah that's it that's just just that easy <laughs> that's it and uh, so now whenever like they're they're over I turn the lights on and he goes nuts and like I bought them the, the laser thing for the ceiling and they're like how do you know he's gonna like it I'm like because I like it yeah. that's how this works <laughs> we're related <laughs> and it's so funny because we as humans sit there and laugh when cats chase a little red dot oh we're just as stupid that is literally a human version of a cat chasing the red dot. Yeah, absolutely. Like of chasing a laser pointer. Yeah, like we just we get ch- to play with the uh, dot. Uh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we're not catching it. You're the one doing the thing. It's the same. <laughs> Corporate asked me to show you the difference between these two pictures. They're the same picture. <laughs> I I don't know. I love it. I um. 
I, I like having RGBs everywhere. I like that you can kind of set the mood mm-hmm. without, like, you know, we have our, I mean, now we're recording, so the lights are all nice and, like, sand, uh, suntan white, but, like, you know, I like setting the mood, especially for, like, holidays and stuff. My, my oh, dad yeah. always thinks that I'm an idiot because, like, on St. Patrick's Day, they're all, like, green and orange and, like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, how many times have we been over for Halloween, whether it's, like, a and d session or just over in general, and the lights are, like, dark orange, spooky, like. Yeah. I like when we get into fights and I turn the light, like, blood red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's. It's an ambiance. It adds, it yeah, adds something to it. As long as it's not, like douchey strobe effect all hours of the day just to be douchey strobe effect. Nah, it's just my keyboard. <laughs> well, then that's different. Like, that's a keyboard. You would kind of expect the keyboard Which is hilarious because, that. like, this is something that I didn't understand for, like, a really long time. So I keep my keyboard normally while I'm working either a solid color or, like, a very slow gradient because I'm not really paying attention to it because, generally speaking... If you have that many components of your keyboard or your computer or whatever, RGB'd and, like, looking fancy, you are proficient with a computer, which means you're not fucking looking down because you're touch typing. So, really, the lights are just a distraction for whatever it is you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, I have a um, a mouse pad that goes, or like, it's a big mouse pad, and then there's a fiber optic light around the outside <clears throat> that has, like, a controller with two LEDs so the whole thing could light up. When you're playing games and stuff, depending on the game, it'll actually light up with the game. If you die, the whole mouse pad will blink red. Oh, that's so if cool. If you win, it'll blink blue. And I'm like, all right, that's that's really cool. But unless I'm looking down, I don't fucking notice it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm up here. I'm looking at the monitor. Mm-hmm. This this is all dead to me. But it's cool to have. It is like when other people come in, I guess you could be like, wow, look how cool that is. Or like if you're streaming, like most of the time I have like my computer fans set to like rainbow puke because that's like the default thing is rainbow puke. Like Every now yeah. and then I'll turn on like a, a setting, but people don't realize that that uses processor. Yeah. Like that to, to run those thingies use processor, which means it's turning on heat, which means it's making the rest of your computer run slower. If you're trying to play games or do anything competitive, you are literally throwing performance out the window for ooh, shiny. Yeah. <laughs> well, even like the, the the computer that you built for me, my computer. Ah, uh, yes, the Frankenstein. It has a well, blue light. I should call it the Dellenstein. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was a fun one. That, um, that computer uh, started... It's life as it had as so in, many different forms in Princeton University. <laughs> I got speaking of, I might be going there picking up another one. <laughs> oh my! They sell them so fucking cheap. It's like twenty five dollars. Jeez, you can't go wrong. If you need see, this goes back to I have too many projects, and then it's like, well, what do you need for the projects? You you need a brain for the project. So. I hate brainstorming on live shows. Oh no. What if we did go to Princeton and you know buy tech and shit? Uh-huh. And that would be like another a la cooking demonstration where you teach me, because I'm sure Bronson knows what he's doing already, how to build a computer. So usually with the with the Princeton uh stuff, it's just like Dell 
contract computers that are up. Yeah. So they're really old. Um, like the one you got is actually newer than the one that I was looking at grabbing. But, um, it, you know, it, those are like ready built. The only thing like with yours, because uh, Dell computers, they were meant for office space. So small power supply, nothing fancy, just you, you do the thing. And then I was like, no, I need this to like have a graphics card, which means wattage. Which I need means, this to do all of the things. Yeah, which means power. And I was like, well... The power supply doesn't fit in the regular case, which means I need a different case. But the power supply is also proprietary because Dell are assholes. So I had to go get, like, customized power cables that would adjust, uh, fit the motherboard to, like, a regular computer. So it was, like, a lot of, like, jumping through hoops and, and loopholes that... Like adapters that need adapters to yeah. adapt to adapters. Just because it's fucking Dell and it's really goddamn annoying. But dude, but, you're getting a Dell. Yeah, so I ended up putting a Princeton Dell computer case with honestly most of the components no longer in it. Uh in a new case for Bob with what I didn't realize at the time is a one thousand watt power supply. And I so I took my old uh, streaming computer. It was like a first gen i seven something. At that point, it was already antique. I still have it like somewhere. It's just like fucking wall art. But um, I took the case for it because the case is fucking beautiful. And it's a uh, really nice case. Yeah, and I was like, all right, let me pack all that shit in here and then make it work again. I wonder if I have to upgrade the power supply and then like. Because I don't remember what I built. I don't so I go down there and I look at the power supply. I'm like, a thousand fucking watts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 2011 me. What the fuck were you thinking? A thousand? Why? All of the power. My power supply now in a computer that is probably sufficiently four to seven times faster than yours is 850 watts. Like, I have... <laughs> No goddamn idea why I thought we needed a thousand watts, and it was like a sh- I call them shoebox builds. Um, the case is only about like that tall, that wide, so like yay wide. It's pretty lightweight, about that too. tall, and then about that long. Like they're small computers, and what the fuck was I planning on doing that I was gonna fit and need a thousand watts? Like. Was I trying to arc weld? Like, what the fuck did I need a thousand watts for? I still have no idea. Like, I sometimes I go back at my old projects and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what? Like, I've learned. What is your problem? Yeah, I've learned now. Like, I'll only go big if I have to now. Now, I'll, like, I'll, I'll do theme. Like, I'll, I'll do it for a reason. So, like, my computer, I had to buy all white components. Because uh, it's made of glass, so I needed to be able to see it. And I'm like, I want it to look pretty everywhere, so I'm going to do, like, an actual color, like, theme for it, and it'll look really good. So I got, like, stuck with certain components that I paid more for because they're white. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, back in the day, I was just, like, fucking power, like, just... <laughs> Just shove it in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like watching an episode of Home Improvement, but computers. <laughs> yeah, but I do it with everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Like, you, you're you're the kind of person, when you go into your hobbies, you go all into your hobbies. Yeah. yeah. Like, you already had the, the racing, the wheel stand and whatnot, but then I'm like, hey, Joe, 
you should get into iRacing. You're and like, you're like, yeah, I, I should. I was like, yeah. And then like three days later, I sent him a link to like a full fucking sim chair. And he's like, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> or it's like, all right, you, you're still in rookie class. Like you, you don't need to buy anything. You have all the tracks that you need. And when you upgrade to the next license class, then you buy the car and the tracks you need. Joe's like, so I bought the Formula you One, put, but car. I already I bought the NASCAR <laughs> Cup Series car. Uh, I bought the you know the Schlubadoobadoob car. Yeah. I'm like, like, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. Uh, here's the receipt for all the things I already bought. <laughs> Just like three hundred dollars <laughs> later, I have everything. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just, I don't know. If I'm going to go in, like, I'm going to go in. Like, That's I don't, true. I, I, don't, I, I respect that. I don't like doing the things where, like, you get a hobby and, like, you're like, oh, I got the hobby and I bought, like, the $40 thing that I'm going to outgrow in, like, 47 minutes and mm-hmm. I'm going to be, like, just you spend the money up front. You're going to have fun with it. Honestly, that's why I do iRacing as opposed to, like, a set of Corsa or something like that because... In my mind, if I'm paying a subscription, granted mm-hmm. I bought the two-year subscription, blah, 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 I'm still paying for the right to play the game. Right. And then I'll be like, okay, the new season came out. These are the tracks that my series that I like to race on are racing at. Let me just buy all of these. It's one payment out the door. Now that I own 40-plus pieces of content, I get a discount. I'll get there. A problem. Oh, I'll get there. <laughs> I'm gonna buy. The, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy all the two dollar like clearance items just to get to forty. <laughs> they don't count. Son of a bitch! It's like they know <laughs> the legacy. The legacy items only count if you've bought them when before they, they became leg- legacy. Oh, that's some. That's man, the fine print. They get you. Mm-hmm. Which I just bought two new tracks. Yeah, I gotta get those. I bought. The Hell Rally Course. I'm just going to call them the Ikea tracks. Yeah, Rudskagen and o- 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 Osher Schleben. Do they come with Allen keys? <laughs> That's the only thing that I could keep thinking about. Instead of meatballs, you do donuts when you win? <laughs> well, no, there is, no, the, you there, do there is the meatball flag. If your car is too damaged, you get the black flag with the orange circle uh, that they call the meatball flag. That's so hilarious. technically, you can get meatballs at the track. I'm okay with this. I'm all for this, actually. So, I have a question. Okay. And I feel like you'll agree and have probably the same um, problems. And chat, feel free to chime in. How come Spotify and YouTube and probably any other music server, you know, that is handing music to you, Make playlists for you that have the bands that you like, but only like the same fucking two songs that always play from the artist. You know, there's like several other albums. In Mm -hmm. fact, there's like several other songs on the song that you're playing. There's, There's more to it. Oh, yeah. For me, I have a very interesting, like genre of music and we've talked about this before i like ska Mm -hmm. yeah i never left the 90s sue me but i hear the same like five ska bands Mm -hmm. but lately spotify has been stepping its game up a little bit and i've been getting some more newer stuff Mm -hmm. so i've been getting a lot of cat bite uh bite me bambi um 
Oh my God. What the hell is the name of this other band that I've been really, really into? Uh, Big Fat Meanies. Mm. Uh, They're actually a band from Central PA. I was going to say, they sound familiar. They're like pseudo local. Mm. Um, They're playing a show in Philly tonight, I think. (laughs) Or tomorrow. I don't know. Can't make it. Anyway, um, but like I've been getting a lot of their stuff lately, Mm. but it's been one or two songs. Off their yeah, album, and they have full blown albums. It's only and like it does it with the big artists. It does it with the the smaller artists. It does it with artists that have like forty seven albums. They'll just play like three or f- if it's four, it's a lot. And like they're not even playing like some of them. Like um, today, uh, "Bullet for My Valentine" popped up, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And like they played like their um, it was like one of their uh, not so. Not that it was not so popular songs, but it was like their their heartbreak, uh, like ballad song. And I was like, "What? Why that one?" Mm-hmm. And then like it'll play like the newest song that just came out, and then that's it. And then like tomorrow or the next day, I'll get the same like two or three songs, but like it's a different kind of playlist. But it's all technically the same playlist. It's like, what? Why are you making me a playlist? If it's just the same thing over and over, and then it's like, oh, it's your super mix, and I'm like, uh, it's super the same fucking yeah, thing super every day. Repetitive mix, maybe. Yeah, I am a. I love Fridays with Spotify because they have a release radar playlist, mm. and it takes the songs that you like, and it takes bands that are kind of similar. Mm-hmm. I cannot stress enough how tired of hearing this one band on it. For the last month and a half. And it's not even a band in English. It's some kind of Finnish band. They're called... Laskaj 14? Mm. L-A-S-T-K-A-J. And the number 14. Mm. Not English. Metal. Sound cool. But I don't want to listen to their music. And it comes on every single release radar playlist that I've gotten. Mm. Ever since I was in a phase where I was listening to Ailstorm mm. before I knew, you know, yeah. their thing. Huh. And I'm just like, Spotify, hmm? what, 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 what are we doing here? Yeah. You know what popped up on my super thing? Because I use YouTube music. Um, I have all metal, all rock. Literally, that's it. And the super mix comes up. I was flipping through and I was listening. And then all of a sudden... Uh, Gangnam Style came on. <laughs> and I was like, Spotify or YouTube, did did you just have a stroke? They're just like, eh? 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 I was like, what? Eh? Where, the, where the fuck did this come from? Why? I guarantee you it's some intern being like, I'm going to confuse the hell out of this dude. <laughs> like, I Let's don't, give him some know. Gangnam Style. It was so confusing, but it just, it, it like triggered me today again because I heard... Between driving to work and then all day at work on the playlist, I heard the same song like two or three times. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, there's like more to that band, right? There's, there's like a lot more to that band. And I was like, yeah, let me let me bring that up and see if 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 I it's just me if like my my pool of music is so small that like I messed up. I but. have a playlist of like four hundred songs. And I have it set up so it gives me, like, they call it smart shuffle. 
mm. where it will add in songs similar to what's already in your playlist. Mm. Which is all good and all, but it gives me the same 10 different songs. Mm. And it's like, hey, do you want to add this song? And I'm like, Spotify, bud, I, I told you like three other times to not play this song anymore. <laughs> Stop. Like, you, it's going to sure? be okay. Are you sure though? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, but like you should really listen to the forces of evil. Yeah, they're a great band. But I think you like it. <laughs> and they're like, but you already like real big fish. Like <laughs> it's literally real big fish, but a side project. Mm. I don't care. I don't want to hear another, you know, another angry song. Mm. It The song's called angry anthem and it's just F bombs the whole time, which is fine. It's a good song, yeah. but I don't want to add it to the playlist called Stuff I Like. Mm. Which, I love seeing those TikToks, by the way, mm. of artists who get added to playlists. Because artists can see what playlist you're added onto in Spotify. Mm-hmm. I love when they do their like their TikToks of the random playlist names that they get added to. Yeah, And it's like, things I listen to when I wish I was a mermaid. Or, you know, <laughs> depression makes me happy. Like, like different, like, playlists like that. Oh, that's funny. I love seeing that kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, people have a sense of humor. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there like, oh, my playlist is called Stuff I Like. <laughs> so I guess maybe it makes the band happy. It's like, hey, this guy likes my music. I used to have a playlist when I was using Spotify just called Not Shit. And I had stuff in there. And then if I didn't like your music, I had another playlist called Shit. <laughs> Awful music. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really good with playlists and stuff, so that's why I was like, I like using the mixes that mm-hmm. are supposed to be generated to what music I like to find new music or, like, pull music that I want to listen to without having me to go, like, search and find the music. Yeah. But... I end up just getting the same, like, 30 or 40 songs. Agreed. Uh, I, I kind of feel like this might be a good jumping-off point. We've been, been at this for, like, an hour and a half already, mm. which is crazy to think about. Yeah, move quick. And we got our first caller. We did. Which I'm glad that it worked. And it sounded amazing. Yeah, I was really surprised when, like, it came through my earbuds, like, nice and crispy. We, uh, we, we had a, a comment earlier on saying, now this is a true radio broadcast. We did it. We got there. It, it's almost like... My experience working in radio prepared me for this moment. And my experience <laughs> using my mouth prepared me for this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, thank you everyone watching here on Twitch for uh, checking us out. If you want to rewatch the episode, it's going to be down in our uh, you know, previous broadcast section on Twitch. We also uh, are on all of your major podcasting platforms, still waiting on Apple because they're being Apple. a pain in the ass. Uh, but we're on every other podcasting platform you can imagine. Spotify, Player.fm, TuneIn Radio, Google, uh, Podbean. We're at tabletoptrio.podbean.com. You can check us out there. Um, if you're watching on Twitch or if you're a podcast listener, make sure you check us out on Twitch. We go live Wednesdays around 8 o'clock-ish uh, Eastern time. Big-ish. Give or take, you know, um, and all that kind of stuff. You can also check us out on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tabletop Trio or Tabletop underscore Trio. Um, Just look for us. You'll be able to find us. So for one final time, I'm Bob. I'm Joe. And this has been the Tabletop Trio. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Have a great week.